0: The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Brock and Song. Brought to you by Pizza Hut on Seattle Sports Station. Good morning, Coach. It's nice to uh, have you here. Coach Carroll coming off his third straight win with these Seahawks. Good morning. Who's the new guy here with us? It's Brock. <laughs> Brock meet Pete. Pete meet yeah. Brock. I'm a rookie. Like the Wizard you of like Oz talking behind the curtain. All Don't time. you like
1: rookies this year? You like rookies. Yeah, rooks are good.
0: What's Coach, up? Coach, somebody get fired after the game. Somebody's got to hold you back in this moment. We've got to start. I, I'm not going to wait. Were you what, taking penalties at the end of the game? I'm now? drawing fast. I was trying to draw fouls. I, I was going to flop, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I should have a moment. They called you a mariner. Yeah, what
2: was that? What's going on? I
0: don't what know. What is going on in the NFL? What a moment. <laughs> <laughs> what a moment. <laughs> How been... many of those have you had in your career? Two. Two yeah what did you do after the first one did you make changes around you to make sure it would never happen again heads
1: will roll heads will roll yeah i was thinking one of those backpacks with the leash yes (laughs) right maybe for someone (laughs) you have a 12 backpack and the get guy's got to have a leash to pull you back before
2: now i've been talking many times (laughs) just not that time darn it what's the level
0: who gives you the most grief about that on this team uh no no just a little bit everybody now uh I don't know. There's no wise I, I, wise I cracker been, that you're
2: particularly no, worried about. I haven't been around enough enough of our guys yet. I'll we'll find the, out. Will what there be film today. to watch on this for Tuesday, Monday? We may have to go to the videotape. That's yeah, what i, I would figure. Check it out. What will
1: that film look like today? Yeah, it,
2: that my film, and not, not your your film. Film. No, no. No, let's just keep talking about that. Oh, <laughs> that's really I, I don't think it was a very good moment in terms of you know video you know capturing. It. I, I don't think there
0: was much to it. So we didn't see it live when Sanchez described it. I thought you had swung your hand in excitement and actually like. Accidentally punched the referee is sort of the well, way that he made been, it That would have been worth it. Maybe he would have punched me or something. <laughs> he he made the right call. I screwed up with it. Yeah. Well, okay. it was about um, the only wrong call you made all day. What a what a fantastic game yesterday. What was man, that? Like? Was a
2: complete game. Well, I was just.
0: It's the game we were hoping we'd
2: have against these guys. You know, kind of picturing how it could go. It could be tight and It could be you know the score stays down and all that kind of stuff. It, in all due respect to them and the way they've been playing, they we we got more points than anybody else has gotten against them. They haven't given up anything in any of these games, so uh, it was kind of it was kind of going the way I had hoped it would, you know. In the sense we were in it, you know, and we were slowing down the run, and, and, but our guys up front just kept stopping them and stopping them and stopping them. And was so consistent and so well done that it, you know, we felt like that didn't put them in the, their their strong spot. You know, mm-hmm. they, that's not the way that they have been playing. And uh, and then the the pass rush was there as we finished the game again you know that's 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 the 12s with us you know that pass rush when you end it like that that's just like it was a couple weeks ago you get that that energy going that juice and that noise is in our favor and our guys are roaring off the football uh, we, that's you know, give those some of those sacks to the twelves too, you know. But anyway, it just it just fit together great, and uh, special teams was just on fire. You know, we had some big hits to force those fumbles. There's some other big hits too, though. There was two or three other just knockout shots that uh, that was
1: just was obvious. So guys were really humming. and It was a great, a great. Day. The Seahawks defense now has 15 forced fumbles through eight games. Do you know how many you had all of 2021 last year? No, oh, don't tell me. I don't even go back to it. <laughs> Fifteen, huh? <laughs> Fifteen. He had nine all of last season. Yeah. yeah. What Fifteen if, what, through whatever we had. eight you games. know, you
2: know, we've changed something. We we did change something. You know, for the years, last I don't know four or five years, we were always talking about taking shots. I mean, for years I've been talking sure. about taking shots at knocking the ball out. That's always been all about fo- the ball. It's all about the attempts. If you're not attempting, you're not going to get it. And you know that was a big emphasis. But we watched the the whole. Kind of the the league, kind of go to guys punching and, and stepping aside of tackles and stuff to with the punch being the emphasis, you know, or the swat or the the poke on the ball. And we said, I, we it, it looks so crappy. We just, I said, no, no more. We're not talking that way. Everything is is a, a contact fumble or punch tackles. And so we've we've taught it differently. And, and I'll be darned. It, look at the results of the change. It's I don't I don't know that that's solely it, uh, but. It's it's great to see that the physical side of it in the in the collision shots are the ones that are really forced the so ball. So do I hear
1: you right? You're saying that there's more emphasis, not necessarily maybe the hawk tackle, or we're just going to wrap and then, but we're actually the first move going to be to attack the ball. No, 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 no. We've
2: always talked about second man in. We've always talked about uh, second man in. That's always been the emphasis. Yep. But we emphasize it so much, and you're in practice, and you can't tackle. Yep. So guys run by guys, and they go Hollywood shots you know, on the ball and stuff like that. And, but, and I'm just talking about how yep. it looked to us yep. but you can see it around the league there's a lot of guys that are taking shots at the football first and foremost as yep. opposed to making the tackle and we thought no let's not do that it's not Let, sound enough, let's, right? let's go back yep. let's go back the other way around mm-hmm. and so we've we've emphasized and i'm thrilled to see that awesome. we're getting numbers like that
0: what were you most proud of yesterday um I, I there's a number
2: of things the the thing in overall that we played to that to that opponent, uh, the, the, maybe the best team we've would faced, you know, to, to date as far as their wins and losses and all that, and we played our best football. That is, you know, just to come out and play your best in the most difficult and the most challenging situation—that's always, you know, the goal and all. So, I'm most proud of that. Um, I was really proud of, of Tyler, you know, hanging in there and coming. More, more, of course he's going to catch the next ball, but that he got the opportunity, you know, you get to the plate one last time and you hit a freaking home run, you know, it's like, uh, okay, that's over with, you know. And I was glad for him and proud for him that he, because he's been such a focal point guy. Mm-hmm. Win. That was great.
1: Has he become, in, you know, there's a lot of new faces in here. You just said, hey, yeah, I'm still getting to know some of these guys. Has he been the glue? Does it be one of the real glue yeah, guys? Yeah one, of
2: them. yeah, one of them. We've got a number of guys that are that
1: are the, you know, the guys, that, the who's here guys. That you talked about Bruce yesterday it. in the presser of just connecting you to the cliffs and the cams and, and that may be more for me, you know. <laughs> I don't know,
2: but I know it's for, for Cam and those guys because yeah. we're all talking about it. But I do think that his his level of sincerity and his level of toughness that he brings and his he understands expectations like we want them to be understood and, and he's a conveyor of that. And so to have him around. And he
1: looks great, and he's practicing a lot more. He Daniel Jones. (laughs) When when is the last time? I see in 12-year-old football now, it's kind of fun watching 12-year-old football, he picked Daniel Jones up, and he threw him like a bowling ball into Daniel Jones. You don't see that. That was pretty cool. And two weeks ago, three weeks ago, he was on his couch in Atlanta. I know. He really had two sacks in his hands, and and, and
2: he's dying over it. But, uh, you know, just more to come, I hope. And and we really felt he gives us a level of security and his, his background experience and stuff that fits really well with this group of guys.
0: You mentioned the physicality. I've been talking about it all morning as well. You couldn't watch that game and not notice how physical or your team it. was all over the place. I mean, Mike Jackson with a couple of huge hits at mm. cornerback. Brock and I were comparing him to Brandon Browner earlier, just the way he hit in that game. Ryan Neal, who obviously brings a, a physical presence. Where did it come from? I mean, we watched the first three, four games of this season. The defense certainly did not play with that level of physicality. Yeah, this is, this, a, this is demonstrated. It's the
2: confidence. They understand what's going mm-hmm. on. They're more sure of themselves and they're more committed in, in their opportunities. And, and we really are staying very consistent. The last three weeks, we played almost the same football throughout to keep them in the same mode. And, and uh, it's just builds on them. It's getting them in the player's mind of I'm um, freed up and flying around and hitting and having fun playing the game. And that's, I think, what you're saying.
0: So when you say confidence, just to make sure, because it, it can be a lot of different ways that word is interpreted, what I think I'm hearing you say is not so much, I believe in myself as a player, but I'm not tentative because I know where I'm supposed to be and yeah, I can that's, go that's full speed. Yeah, that's where
2: I'm going with that. Yeah, that, Exactly. And they're, they're sure that they know that they're doing the right things. And, and, and they're also willing to, to go for it and if they make a mistake, they're okay about it too. That's the that's the threshold we're trying to get to, and, and the guys are really, really capturing and really having fun playing, and, and it's
1: fun to watch. Well, let me play you a cut before we get to raves, and he had a couple of good ones yesterday, I mean, obviously. Let me play you a cut from February. More if you can dig this up, uh, it's cut number six, because I think it ties all this together. Uh, this was your defensive coordinator. You make the move in the off season. You elevate Clint Hurt, interviewed people, and and obviously surround with Sean and, and Carl and everybody else. Here was Clint Hurt in February talking about this defense, and I think it plays to everything you're saying and what we saw yesterday. Here was Coach in February when he was announced the D coordinator. The one thing that is going to be significantly different this year, we are going to be aggressive. We want that. The aggression is going to have to come from all right, you know, our, players, our guys up front getting after the passer, um, continuing on being strong in the run game like we have been in the last few years, you know, but we want to be that's the mentality of the defense that we want to have and our players respond to that, you know, with that mentality. Obviously that comes into one, how you coach it and two, how you call it, you know, so the aggressiveness and attacking offenses, but at the same time challenging the quarterback, all right, and making it hard on him, not just with our rush, but also with coverage, um, is where we're going to be. And that's where we want to make big improvements at and i love that the player the, the one the part of that that stood out to me now is the players absorbing that they want that they want to be mm-hmm. cut loose right mm-hmm. they, they want to it's one thing for you guys to to say it one thing for clint to call it but then for them to have confidence and believe in it and pull the trigger in that aggressiveness right it gosh it's just like almost been flipped this month of october been yeah. so fun uh, to I see i think
2: 3 weeks ago there was a, a clarity that in clint took, Took the message to the guys and 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 they really communicated on it really well and the guys took to it and and we've we've shifted gears in, in an obvious direction. You couldn't be more clear that mm-hmm. has happened and and uh, we're just building now. And it's now we're just we're just learning and you that level of confidence, the way I'm talking about it, the and the the trust in yourself and the scheme and the guys next to you and, and cutting loose. That's that's where this the defensive game's got to go if you're going to get any good. So
0: we're, we're on our way. I asked Brock earlier whether or not that was a coming out party for Boy Maffe yesterday. It seemed like so many of your other rookies have had these incredible moments. I thought he had a heck of a game yesterday. What, what have you seen from him over he, the last he's few
2: He's just doing really well. He, he, he's doing – and, and we, we're learning him and, and figuring out best how to situate him. He's 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 uh, tough. He's fast, uh, he's committed, he goes for it. Um, he's he's doing a good job. We're, I think we're doing a really nice job of rot- rotating him in so we're accenting his his play. Uh, we need to see more, more pass rush
1: situations, and we'll try to get that done more. Okay, I said to Salk, we're going to just do this today because I'm sorry. I know we can talk all sorts of other stuff. 95 yesterday watching the Vikings game. Yeah. That's Bud Grant ninety five. He looks unbelievable. So I mean you can coach another twenty years. So there's Bud at ninety five watching the Vikings play yesterday. Seven years ago he was in a short sleeve polo in minus eight degree weather for your playoff game. What you tied him in all time wins or something of that nature or pass him, you're right there with your, your predecessor. Can you just give me an imprint? I know you you talked about it yesterday. Is there just a okay. When I think of Bud Grant and a true imprint on what he made on my life and why he's sitting with us today. You're sitting here on a Monday with us. Was there a moment or two that you just look back on and go, golly, what a start. No,
2: i got a million things that that go through my mind about about it. I had a great chance to to talk. I called him from the locker room yesterday, you know, to tell him, you know, that something had happened and see if he was following it. They were watching the game. He and Pat were watching the game and and, uh, keeping track and had fun with it. Um, Like – I think we both feel like 168. Who cares? You know, <laughs> all right, great. The reason it matters is because I'm getting a chance to visit with Bud, and we're talking. And I can't even imagine, but we're talking about the same kind of you know, accomplishment. And uh, but it's, you know, he asked me, "So what are you doing with all the money?" <laughs> he, he, didn't the, he didn't care about the game. What are you doing with all that money you're making? You know. <laughs> That's <laughs> what he wanted to know about. Wow! Oh, so What'd you tell him? Oh, yeah. I, I asked Glenn, Glenn. I don't have a penny. I don't know where the money is. I don't see anything. You know. But uh, so we we had a blast, and, and his partner Pat was there too, and we just had fun. We've been keeping track over over time. And all. Anyway, so it's really cool to be in the same conversation. And, and other than that, this is one of the most extraordinary individuals, and he just wowed me with who he was and how he looked at the world and. His sense and position, knowing who he was and what he was, you know, what was important to him and, and structuring his life. So it filled him up with, you know, all the hunting and the fishing and the kids and the family. And it, he's just one of the most down-to-earth, most extraordinary people that, you know. And, I, you know, I love knowing that there's a model out there that you could kind of work towards. And know?
1: he's got to love watching your teams run and hit. Right. Just a toughness. No, he, just he, the... he
2: likes our play. Yeah. He's always we've talked about it a lot. He's he likes our play. And, and he gets mad at me when we do stupid stuff, you know, but but he, but he likes our play. He didn't mention the penalty. So you know,
0: that was okay. Safe. He never got hit. You know, he would never have been hit. <clears throat> all right. Let's get back to this team. Gino Smith is, is such a fascinating story for us anyway. I know you knew it was coming all along. You told us last week. You weren't even surprised by this from Gino. Can you take me behind the scenes? What is what is life like with Geno Smith inside this building?
2: He is he's one of the guys. You know he's just he's been here long enough. He's comfortable with everything. He stands for what we believe in. He talks it and and, and will point out and make you know and support when when it's appropriate at all times. Uh, he's easygoing. Um, he's got great confidence, self-confidence. Uh, he knows that he knows, and he's always had that awareness. Even two or three years ago. He never, like he said, he never really accepted the fact that he was a backup. He just knew that this is what you needed to do and this is the job that I have, And but just look out when you give me a chance. It was yeah. kind of how he's always been. And so he's just, now he's just living it like he knew it to be true. And so it's not hard for him to transition. He's not he's not struggling or or laboring with the attention and all. He's just having fun playing football. He knew this was going to happen, which is a marvelous mentality and makeup so that when he got the chance, he's he's assumed it. And there's been it's been seamless. And it, there's been no bumps. He's just rolling and if we need to throw it fifty times, he'll throw it fifty times. I love the way it's going. He could have had a monster game yesterday. Our guys missed a couple opportunities. You know, T. Lock not catching the ball in the silence with his feet inbounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times did he ever? I mean, I can't remember a time that, that he heck didn't have throw. So he too. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great throw and a great catch. But Locke was—he—he he was, you know, he was trying to deal with all the stuff he was dealing with, and and obviously his mind wasn't exactly right. But he snapped right back into it, and but he also hit Keese coming across the field. That's another touchdown pass there, and then the other one to Locke. You know, so he could have had five touchdowns easily yesterday with not even doing anything different. You even think of a throw that wasn't a great
0: throw. I mean, maybe he overthrew DK just a hair. You know, deep his safety was up. sitting how, there though. How did yeah. he not get a chance for this long? I don't mean with you necessarily, but in the league. I mean. He, he struggled early in his career. That's not unusual. He wasn't a sixth-round pick who struggled early. He was a second-round pick. Yeah. Brock was bringing up some of the other names of guys that get passed around this league over and over again and seem to get chance after chance after chance.
2: You know, let me take a Why shot Why didn't out. Gino get a chance? Maybe because Gino's hard-headed. You know, he's, he's hard, a hard-line guy. He thinks tough. Uh, and might not have adapted to the the challenges early on he he does get affected by stuff he gets pissed you know and, and he 's got a temper about him that that makes him competitive and all and and it maybe in the earlier days he wasn 't able to to utilize that as well as he as he does now now he he feeds off it and he 's a, a it's because he was a great competitor, but it might have been misinterpreted. Maybe. I don't know. And and so then maybe they missed the, the the glorious ability. I mean, as a QB, man, you oh. guys got just love well, the way Well, it was yesterday.
1: Fly. So Damon and then my nephew, Sam, you know, was at Washington, yeah. were there. And that was our conversation in the car after the game.
2: Yeah. And it wasn't it,
1: – the weather was not as inclement as they were no, forecasting. it, was, it was a day. But he was just on it. Yeah. Like Sam said, he didn't miss a throw. He, he has
2: not been on it. He may – remember we went back we talked about preseason he could have been 10 for 10 in the first game of preseason and then he was should have been 5 for 5 in the in the other game and then he was 12 for four, 14 i mean it was stupid yes. numbers you know he was just doing his thing you know and he's so marvelously sticking with the reads and the concepts. He's doing it just like textbook.
1: We talked to Rich Gannon
2: last week, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And he was all over it. Yeah. He's like, he, yeah. He understood. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't talked. I'd love to talk to Richie about that. I yeah. Mean, hear what he has he
0: won like, an MVP at 37. That's I really I amazing. So <laughs> Brock thought I was being rude to him because no, no, I no, asked. No. Whoa, how- whoa, whoa, whoa. Not just Brock. Okay, no, Maura, just Justin, You the guys thought toy. I was being rude because I said, how did you convince John Gruden to give you a, ch- a chance at
1: 34? It's not what you said. It's how you said it Stop to it him. It. You I said, said it very nicely. How could you have won an This is up? good. This you is were great. 37, he's just Rich. He's flat out lying. You're so old. How did you win Somebody it? Somebody gave him a chance at 34. Yeah, no, he,
2: he, he, he doesn't know. This guy's got a chip on his shoulder. No, Rich, he's tough. Yeah, yeah they not, not But you know what he said?
1: He said, John Gruden, to Salk's point, put my his arm, is the first time in my career. John Gruden and Al Davis said, "We're betting on you. We're putting our arm around you. You are our guy. I know you had to look left and right in Minnesota, left and right in Washington, left and right in Kansas City. It's never been you, and you are our guy." And he said that made a world of difference. Wow. Yeah, because like, I just knew confidence. You think that is more important, or do you think uh, having a scheme that fits
0: your abilities is uh, more? Well, important? without the scheme, you're going to always be you know Lost. swimming
2: upstream. But so you need you know something that's compatible, but. The that that connection that Richie's talking about, I, I think Gino understands that. And I've been filling him up forever since he's been here that he, when the time comes. So that when it finally the opportunity was there it was easy to just transition to let's to the support and, and that that's never been a factor really. So we've had a positive there. But for a guy who hasn't had that and, and Maybe Drew is a guy that ha- hasn't had the kind of support that's going to bring out the best in him. We're, we're yet to see that. I, mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a fantastic player in him uh, when his ch- time comes and, and all that
0: because he's going to be in a different mentality uh, p- approaching his work. That scheme thing I was thinking about yesterday, watching some of the sophomore quarterbacks struggle in the league, and, and we watched Trevor Lawrence struggle yesterday and that's Zach hard, Wilson man. struggling, etc. And I, 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 I admit to being a little like, ah, that guy stinks. I'll just write him off. and that's <laughs> I, I shouldn't do it, but I do it anyway in Part-head. the moment. And that's how I am. Hard-headed. But I, I was wondering how many of that's those it. guys, not just in not just this current group but in the past, if they were to find the right scheme for them. I've wondered this about Brock, to be honest with you. I think we've talked about this before. I don't think Brock was ever in the right scheme when he was in the NFL, and I think he could have been a better quarterback if he had been in a different situation, but or at least more successful quarterback. Mm-hmm. How many guys out there do you think are in that situation? Well, I, you know...
2: I go back to the to the West Coast mentality, and Coach Walsh brought his whole system along. We feel like we talked about this mm-hmm. one before. That he, he understood how hard the position is to play, and he made it as easy as you could possibly make it for the quarterback to function at a high level. I mean, to the end, the end extent, he he made it as simple as possible. And it's because it's when you see the talent. Uh, it's hard to to not fall in love with the talent, and so hey, you can throw this route, right, he can do this, he can do that. And before you know it, it's harder it's harder than hard could possibly be. To and I, you, if you remember, I always used to talk about Russ in his early years, and so they say, oh, he's comparing him to Aaron and, and Peyton and all that kind of stuff. Well, give him a couple years to figure this thing out. You know, let him play two or three or four or five. Those guys are in their ninth and tenth and eleventh years. It takes such a long time to command this thing. So few guys just jump in and nail it. I mean, I mean there's just a couple. There's, you can, there's a few of them that have done it, you know. And so it takes such a long time, and it's to respect that is to, to translate that and to make it easier for the quarterbacks as best you possibly can. Listen, how you know we talk, run the football. Yep. You know, use them. You know, with play actions and give them the freedom and the spacing and stuff so that they can find the. The looks that that are easy. You set them back. You've sent anybody back in the pocket and tell them to throw okay digs and daggers and crossing routes. <laughs> you know, it's like looking at the bottom of a, a bird ne- a bird cage. You know, <laughs> a mess and you can't see anything. And that's what happens
0: to these poor guys. We gotta guys. get out of here in a minute. Did you did you go to DK's party last night? No, no, no. I thought you were going. I thought he interrupted. I thought that was the whole thing. Is you were going to go to DK's? You party. You didn't wear the uh-huh. backpack with the leash? No, no, I no.
2: It Turn it. The bad <laughs> fish. There's probably somebody there that looked like me though. <laughs> full size candy bars tonight though? Yeah, oh we're going we're going big what do? We Mike got? Grant expects full size candy yeah. bars.
0: Snickers? What, what are money? the full
1: size? Nestle Never Crunch? Snickers. <laughs> Nothing with nuts in it. Are you kidding? Oh, because you don't want to kill the kids. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> well we gotta give him a highlight on the way out. Do you want Ken Walker's touchdown? Yeah. We gotta we gotta run. You gotta run. Do you want Ken Walker's touchdown or Tyler's touchdown?
0: Uh, let's go Tyler's. All right, let's see. Time. I think it's cut ten. Here's Tyler Lockett for the for the go ahead score. They're
2: going to throw again on first down pump fake going to throw deep got a man in the corner it is lockett touchdown Seahawks what a drive led by Gino Smith Tyler Lockett was not going to let this one get away
0: he hung on, 33 yards out, and the Seahawks go on top, 19 13. Now Tyler has passed Daryl Jackson for third place on the Seahawks all time receiving list of touchdowns with
2: 48. Congratulations to number 16.
0: That was pretty good. There's yeah, Ray. I was going to play the other one just because I was excited to hear you say that it completed the circle of toughness. <laughs> Run. Go ahead
2: play it. Where are we going? We're we got to we, we gotta,
0: we gotta, we gotta make way for Bomb and Stacy. Yeah. We can't take it. They'd love time. to hear it again. <laughs> we'll play it for you next week. Okay. Coach, uh, continue. Good luck. Okay. We'll talk to you after Phoenix next week. All right. And uh, for everybody else, we'll be back at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. In the hay Barn. See you,
1: everybody.